Welcome to the Butterfly Broadcast, sharing stories of transformation after pregnancy and infant loss. I'm your host, Bailey DeMars. Speaking of transformations, this podcast is brought to you by perhaps the most transformative product that exists for your skin, Promycin, an acne treatment that actually works and fast. My cute husband has had acne since he was a teenager, and this summer he used Promycin, and for the first time ever, his back was clear. I'm not kidding. I saw a difference after one use, and five days later, the acne was gone. Promycin comes from the Cara Poloni skincare line, and I love and use all of her products, including micro needle powder cleanser, nano silver spray, healing facial serum, hydrating kiss mist spray, and their lip balm. My favorite part is that every ingredient is natural and supplied by the wholesaler Bulk Naturals. So get your skin transformation started at carapaloni.com or simply just Google Promyosin. Abby, hello. Welcome to the Butterfly Broadcast. Hi. I'm so excited to be part of this broadcast. Oh, me too. I, For the listeners, I met you at an event that was you know, just about this cause, pregnancy and infant loss. It was like a movie premiere, and which is like a resource that people can share with their loved ones. And it was just so nice to meet you there. And, and you were there pretty fresh after your loss. And I just admired you so much for that. So I'm very excited for people to hear your story. Um, but first, let's get to know Abby a little bit better. Tell me some things about yourself. Um, some interesting things about my family. Um, I am a very social butterfly and I love being around people and doing lots of activities. I love to horseback ride. Um, I like to go country line dancing and playing games, especially if they're competitive. Um, my husband, on the other hand, um, he's an introvert and likes rock climbing and activities that don't really involve too many people. And he's also an electrical engineer. Wow. Yeah. It's funny how opposites attract like that. <laughs> yeah. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it's the perfect balance. Yeah. Um, and then we miss our sweet little Lily like crazy, but I have found it healing in being around and taking care of other people's babies and children. So I work as a nanny and I love it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that is really neat. That's something you have identified about yourself that it's healthy for you and you know, you get to put your love into something um, for the meantime. So way to go. Yeah, I've been doing the nanny stuff for like 11 years. Oh, you're a pro. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, they're lucky to have you. <laughs> so we're talking about Lily today, and I'd love for you just to kind of start from the beginning, like, what life was like before Lily came into the picture? 
life um, was good before we found out that we were expecting. Um, we were just working and finding out and finding activities we enjoyed doing together. Um, in July, we had found out that I was expecting and it was an exciting surprise, but also worrisome because I carry um, an 18th chromosome anomaly. We had been preparing to do IVF knowing that I carry this and it could mean I could possibly pass it on to our child. Um, we had found out at our 20-week ultrasound that her brain didn't separate into two halves like it should and was diagnosed with what was called a low bar holoprosencephaly where the brain doesn't divide at all. And then at birth, it had switched to semi-lobar holoprosencephaly, so the brain divided just a tiny bit. Um, the doctor was quick to, re to recommend considering terminating the pregnancy, and this had made me very angry and very upset. And I had told him that I would not do that, and I would carry this baby for as long as God intended me to carry her. He had told us there was a strong possibility that I would miscarry or that she would be born stillborn. Um, he said there was also only a 3% chance that she would make it to birth and then would only live a short time, if at all. Um, at that point, it made life feel very stressful every day. Um, as I began to feel her start moving aside of me, I developed a very special bond with her. And I loved it and just said that I looked at every day that she was with me as a miracle. And she was very active in the womb. But I still worried every day about what the outcome would be. Yeah. <laughs> really scary diagnosis. Yeah. It was not fun. Yeah. Oh my word. Okay, so so she did in fact carry the and um, the eighteenth. Yeah. And so my nephew also carries like an eighteenth chromosome, but he is completely different. And they had told me if I were to get pregnant that um my baby would probably be exactly like me. But so when they did the genetic testing after she was born, she was exactly like her genes and everything were exactly like mine. Her breakpoint decided to do something weird. Mm -hmm. And they said that was only a 5% chance of it happening. Oh, that's so, often to be on the bad side of statistics. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So tell me a little bit more about like how long you carried her? I carried her um, basically full term. She was only four days early and I was induced with her because of, we didn't know about like the outcome would be and wanted to be safe. So Lily was born on February 24th, 2023. And it felt like at that point, like life turned into a whirlwind. I had no time to recover for myself. Um, 
I got five nights in the hospital with her and then had to drive up back and forth from Roy to the U of U and primary children's hospitals. Um, thankfully, her birthing process was easy and was able to come the natural way. And she had come out with a cry, which was a very beautiful sound. And then I got to hold her for one minute before they cut the cord. And then she was rushed to the NICU and given oxygen. Wow. It's nice that you like had some normal moments though. You got to hold her, you got to do her cry. And how much do you remember how much she weighed when she was born? I remember them saying at the very beginning, they're like, oh, she's measuring small, measuring small. But then when she was born, it was a shocker to everyone because she was six pounds, um, 11 ounces. So she was almost like a seven pound baby. And they said she was like three pounds. And so she had gained quite, quite a bit before. Good job, mama. Babies with her condition often have facial deformities. And unfortunately, she was born with only one nostril and she was immediately rushed to the NICU and given oxygen. She was doing somewhat okay, but I didn't really get to hold her until like the next day. Um, her blood oxygen began to build up CO2. So they determined that she needed to be intubated. And that was a very hard day. And that was at day three. No, that's a lot for a new mama. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, she began to have internal seizures, um, diabetes insipidus. She couldn't regulate her body temperature. She had about necrotizing colitis, and they expected her to pass from that. But when we heard about that, um, we had my dad come down and give her a blessing and said, and in that prayer, it said, if she was her time to go, that she would go quickly and wouldn't suffer. But if it was, but if it wasn't her time to go, that she would recover quickly and she recovered quickly from it. Really? Yeah. Well, that's really powerful. And she could only be tube fed and, and I spent a lot of time each day pumping my milk for her because it was like the one thing that I could do that I felt like I could do to benefit her health. Um, even just holding her because she was intubated took two people to get her into our arms, um, in spite of all of it. So she would look at us with her beautiful, big blue eyes. And as she got a little older, she would try to play with my hair. She seemed to love looking at her stuffed unicorn in the corner of her crib. I don't know what it was about it. She would stare and stare at it. <laughs> Oh. She loved being sang to, bathed, and my husband loved to read her stories. Um, she was the sweetest baby. Um, we even got a couple smiles from her. We saw many miracles and tender mercies in her short time that she was here. Um, she had also been diagnosed in the womb with a heart condition that they were very concerned about and as they tested her after birth they said her 
heart unexpectedly looked normal. So it was wow. completely healed. I just um, had the chills. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had shared her story on social media, and we have had many, many people tell us that there was something special about her that touched their lives for the better. Um, Lily's short life had a purpose. Um, we had known at some point that we'd have to make the hard decision to extubate her, which was horrible to think about. Um, we didn't know what the outcome would be after we did that. Um, she lived for 54 days. Um, at the time of extubation, the doctors expected her to pass within minutes or hours. But she was so strong and held on for three more days after. Um, He's a fighter. Yeah. We were able to hold her without all the tubes and just oxygen, but the oxygen just wasn't enough for her. Um, we had made the decision that tracking her wasn't what we wanted for her. And they said if we had tracked her, it would cause her to have more seizures. And they were already having a hard time controlling them. Um, and we decided that wasn't a quality of life for her. Um, the NICU team did everything they could do to make it a very special time for our family. But it was also incredibly hard and heart-wrenching. Um, she passed in my arms very peacefully. But it all felt so crushing. The butterfly stage. Um, this was an experience I would never have asked for, but it has shown me and my husband. That we can make it through very hard things in life. We have a choice. We can choose when hard things happen. We can either choose to become better or we can become better. And I choose to become better and have continued to keep living my life. I find joy, as I said, in spending time with other people's children. I take horseback riding lessons, which I find very healing. And I also have a dear friend that I met on TikTok. And I had saw that she had just lost her sweet baby boy. And I had told her that I was sorry for her loss. And that we had to make life-ending decisions for my baby. We had started conversing and I found out that she is from Logan and delivered in the same room as I did at the U. We all started talking about primary children's NICU as her baby was in there as well. Um, I had shared a picture of Lily and she had noticed the room number across the hall in the picture and she had asked if I happened to be in room 4046 
And yes, that was Lily's room number. We were both um, beyond touch, but she told me her baby boy passed away in room 4046 on February 26, 2023. And Lily was moved from the U to the NICU at primaries to room 4046 on February 27th. Um, in connecting with her, we have found that we, oh, that we both have, that both of our families have a chromosome anomaly in both. Of, and it has just been such a great comfort to both of us to talk and share our experiences and become closer as friends um i i have been surrounded by many wonderful people that check up on me and spend time with me this was a very this was a very hard road and i still have some very hard moments but i am told all the time about an example of strength i am to others we all we will always miss our sweet girl, but we cherish the moments we had to get to know her. And I know we will see her again some days, and that has brought such great comfort. And we are currently getting ready to check into in vitro and hoping for a happy moment. I wish I could give you a right now. <laughs> I was like, I know I can make it through this, but I'm like, probably not going to make it without Molly. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's good oh. to feel. And how I'm just so touched by the miracle it was that you met this friend. Like, there are no such things as coincidences. And TikTok is such a big world. And I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not on TikTok, um, but I logged in one time and I came across I, I logged in for share parents which is the organization and and I your um one of your posts came up first and I noticed how many views and comments you had like <laughs> it had gone viral and I was like that's Abby I know and her story is touching so many people and it's incredible and like there's people you don't even know that you've touched. And I'm so glad that this friend like let you know and you guys could find all these amazing coincidences. Yeah, and it was just crazy. I'm like, this is such a huge world and TikTok is huge. And like to know that um, she was in the same room is just beyond crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> So. That's just so beautiful, and you guys will probably be lifelong friends in some way over this yeah. bond and connection. And you know, like neither of you will be able to make it better for one another. Like you won't be able to take away the pain, but at least you can like hold hands along the way, right? Yeah. We have spent um, a lot of time like doing activities with each other. And finding stuff that we enjoy. <laughs> That's amazing. So, and she is currently in the IVF um, process as well, which is probably so scary for both of you to think about doing that. Yeah, 
Um, we have our first um, IVF consultation this Thursday, August 3rd. And I'm just <sighs> not sure what to expect from it, but. I'm proud of you though, because that's something really brave to do. Yeah. Mm. And it's just our way of like avoiding what happened uh, all together. Yeah. Right. And, and it's a blessing to have technology that can, you know, assist with that. And um, I'm curious, you know, it's only been what? It's um, been three months since I lost her. Wow. That's fresh. Yeah. Have, have you and your husband, like, come up with any little things to make her feel close? Like, do you have things around your house? Or um, we have, like, pictures of her everywhere in the house, so she'll definitely be known with our future children, so we'll know who their older sister is. Um, um, what else have we done? We're, we just booked, like, a lantern festival to go honor her in September and my friend that I'm at on TikTok she's also coming with us to do that for her baby that would be so sweet to like write their names on the lanterns and send them that would be beautiful you'll get some really really special photos from that I'm sure I'm gonna say this also sounds silly, but my friend and I we had recordings of our baby's heartbeats, and we went to build a Mary, and we like went and put a recording of their heartbeats into a little stuffed animal. Gosh, that's genius! Yeah, that is so smart. Yeah, idea. And since Lily was obsessed with her unicorns, I put her heartbeat inside of a unicorn stuffed animal. And then because her little boy's theme was like a fox, she put his heartbeat in a little fox, little stuffed mm -hmm. fox. I love that. I hope throughout time you keep doing things like that that remind you of her. Let's see. I know it sounded silly, but I was like, eh, it's my way of... <laughs> No, I've learned that nothing is actually silly when it comes to remembering your baby. <laughs> so, um, is there anything else you'd like to add? Like, anything you would give advice to someone else? Like, you wish you would have known? Um, I was going to say, um, if I could give advice to someone, I know um, some people are like, oh, they're going to have, like, these health issues so I'm just gonna like terminate the pregnancy but in my case I feel like even though if you know of the diagnosis I still feel like you should let them write their own story because mm -hmm. you never know what's gonna happen well, that's very true and had you terminated like you would have not had all these Precious, like, photos and memories with her, right? I can't even imagine if I had terminated, I would have had, like, what ifs, what ifs. Even though she had, like, the 3% chance of surviving birth, she just really loved to prove doctors wrong all the time. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, like, every situation is different. 
and sometimes you know it's it's threatening to the mother or something but but like you said like it's something worth considering right like just even for the the miracle of a chance that could happen so I have one friend and she at first she had a different like view of abortion like maybe but after she saw that I carried on my faith and that I let Lily write my own story, her like her her view on it has been completely different. Right. Yeah, this is a powerful story. <laughs> it's it's so true. Oh, I'm just so glad you got to share Lily because like you said, her story is inspiring, just who she is. And you're very inspiring because <laughs> You know, you suffered so much <laughs> and and you chose the hard way a lot of the time. You chose to, you know, have a long pregnancy and to deal with those mental, you know, blocks every day of what was going to happen. And, and you showed up to the hospital again and again for her. And you just have done so many hard things that I'm sure nobody even knows all the hard things that you've done but your inspiration and I applaud you for for being brave enough to try it again yeah and when the doctors had said she'd probably miscarry I felt like she was listening like huh I'll show you (laughs) (laughs) a little attitude I wish you the best of luck with this IVF process. I know there will probably be a lot of hard feelings that come with it, you know, like, you know, a lot of fear and a bit unknown, but you you never know unless you try. So I'd love for you to keep me updated. Did you say you lost one or something? Yes, I did. Uh, That's so hard. Yeah. And, and that's why I just really enjoy hearing these stories because um, each person has a different experience, but, you know, I feel like we can all connect and empathize with one another because our hearts have been open to it. And you know, we just need to stick together, like you and your TikTok friend. <laughs> you don't need to go through this alone. Yeah, I was going to say, even if you know your baby might have a high chance of miscarrying, they may or they may not. But you don't know unless you give them the chance. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And and like you did, you let God step in and and uh, make a lot of miracles happen in your guys' lives. And you'll never, like you said, you'll you'll never regret meeting Lily, and and you'll get to see her again one day, which is really really inspiring. Yeah, I was going to say also, um, if I would have terminated the pregnancy, it I felt like that would have been me ending her story and not herself ending her own story. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like those choices are so hard to make, but, you know, that's what ended, ended up making your mind up. So yeah. I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I look forward to like seeing how you continue to include her in your life, you know, with holidays and everything, you know, birthday that will come. I'm excited to just follow your journey and, yeah. and see Lily. And on your TikTok too. 
I was going to say, I think for her first birthday, when it comes around, I think we might just do like a, I don't know, like a little memorial, like cake celebration or something like that to just honor her life. Celebrate yeah. her life, so. Oh, that sounds great. Whatever you and your husband feel like doing. Abby, seriously, thank you so much for sharing about your beautiful Lily and you know, the journey you and your husband have taken. You know, just in these last few months, this last year. Um, so I just want to thank you again for your time and your vulnerable heart. And it is, if anyone wanted to look you up on TikTok or Instagram or, or something to find your story, is there a way they could find you? Um, yeah. Um, so my TikTok is, let's see. I don't know. It's at 94 Abster if they want to look it up. Perfect. I will include that in the description. But again, just want to thank you and I hope that you have a great night and we'll be in touch. Okay. Keep me updated on your journey. Awesome. Thank you. Um, thank you for um, letting me share my story and featuring me on your broadcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. This is a story that needs to be heard. Anyway, you take care. You too. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye.